After experiencing the transformative power of a regular meditation practice, it's natural to feel inspired to share this gift and guide others on their own journey of discovery through meditation. Join Buddhist teacher David Nickturn and Duncan Trussell, comedian and creator of the Netflix animated series The Midnight Gospel, for a free online event on Tuesday, May 7th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. They'll discuss the profound practices of mindfulness Dharma Moon's renowned Mindfulness Meditation Teacher Training Program. Get certified by Dharma Moon to teach meditation, lead group practice sessions, and work with individual students. Visit dharmamoon.com slash beherenow for more info and to reserve your spot for the free online event with David Nickturn and Duncan Trussell. Raghu and I'm back with mind rolling. And uh, now you're you're kind of an old friend now, Bunny. Bunny Michael is with me. Hi, Bunny. Hi, hi, hi. Nice to have you. So and, happy to be here. Yeah, we were actually we were just talking about uh, this wonderful retreat, and we you know it's the time we spent we have spent the most time together. Uh, Bunny came and at the to the fall retreat in Ojai, where we are now headquartered, Love Server Member Foundation and Mind Rolling for that matter. And um, we had a great time at this camp that we're using to retreat. Wasn't it nice to go to camp? Right? It was so nice. It was like bringing back a lot of memories. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me too. And it was cool to make new friends and yeah, it was so it was just so nice to be in that setting in that community and feeling like right at home and it was awesome. All right, we gotta tell people a little bit about you. Who are you? Who are you? And now we're gonna get into this whole thing about roles and identities too, but uh right. but just uh, some connectivity, please. Okay. Well, maybe I should put it in the context of how we met each other. Yeah. Um, so we met each other through collaborating on bringing more awareness to, um, the Becoming Nobody film. And that was, uh, because of my use of my social media platform, which is, I'm an artist and a musician. I've been, you know, performing and, um, doing music for a lot of years, but a few years ago, um, I started creating memes on my Instagram where I'm talking to my higher self and it was sort of out of this response to at the time I don't know if you were aware but at the time back in 2016 there was a lot of these memes going around that was like the evil Kermit memes I don't know if you're aware but it was like talking to your lower self basically yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, most of and, everything that's out there bunny is doing that yeah not yeah yeah you. yeah so I um I wanted to flip the script because I was, you know, obviously on a healing path and had been for years. And I really was looking to integrate my art more with the message and to be a little bit more literal with the message of what I was, you know, trying to spread. Um, so I was like, well, I can literally put the message in the image. And that's why I think, you know, as far as internet culture, memes can be so powerful because it is an image with words. 
Um, so anyway, I just started making them and talking to myself and posting them every day without really any expectation. And then I just, you know, garnered a really large following and it sort of expanded to be, you know, two books and I'm making a web series. And so this whole, and I do talks. Um, and so this whole, you know, honing in on connecting to our higher selves and really being <clears throat> in tune with the voice or the awareness of love and speaking through the awareness of love and acknowledging that we are both, um, we're not quite there yet. And that's okay. Because I think that's an important part of what I do is I say, you know, the thought and then the higher self version of the thought and <laughs> both being okay, you know, and, mm, um, and I think important. that's why it's relatable, relatable yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we met uh, last fall in uh, in New York, actually, and uh, yeah, we really hit it off. I was really happy to have met you. And one of the things, everybody out there, and that, and you'll you'll get all of the of uh, Bunny's handles on all social media. All of that will be on the uh, show notes page of this podcast. Uh, but everybody knows people that are out there with pretty big followings, you know, on social mm -hmm. media, particularly on Instagram. Um, now, but I got to say what Bunny is doing uh, is so very unique. And what really tickles me is the way that what she's doing is like part of who we are, meaning the we, the legacy from Neem Karoli Baba through Ram Dass, Krishnas, mm -hmm. all of us into the west and and you just said it with, with the two the higher self and lower self and they're talking to it and you just said and it's okay both of it's okay right mm -hmm. that yeah I, is so important thank you yeah i really kind of just it's really um sort of showing the relationship is sort of what I, I really like and enjoy and it's playful, you know, and it can be funny and it can be serious and, you know, and just seeing the relationship we have with ourselves, you know, can it be, it's really like, which is probably the most important relationship. <laughs> um, yeah. And I've, I've always sort of learned through relationship, you know, and I sort of, it kind of, it's funny that, I'm actually getting more into astrology. I wasn't really into astrology before, but I have a really good teacher and learning about like, you know, I'm a Libra and learning about, you know, showing through relationship and stuff. And I was like, wow, it is the relationship between me and my higher self is how I express myself. Um, so yeah, it's a really loving relationship, I think. <laughs> Mine isn't always so loving, unfortunately. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, it's not conscious all the time, but uh, um, <laughs> I just the good thing is I don't take myself that serious on any level at all. So mm -hmm. that helps. Mm -hmm. uh, what t tell me about where where did you even come to the moment at whatever age that there even was such a thing as a higher self or a true self or or a life beyond the dictates of our parents and society and culture, mm -hmm. et cetera. Where was that moment, transformational moment for you? 
I think, you know, it probably started with feeling, you know, being somewhat of an outcast growing up um, in my family and having, you know, issues around being accepted by my family um, and sort of identifying with sort of feeling like an outsider in a lot of ways. I really honed in on needing to have a creative outlet as a as a way of healing or therapy or just really understanding myself, something that can really help me feel like my differences were important. Um, and as I was growing as an artist and learning how to express myself, um, I, I started to feel a little bit like empty when I got caught up in trying to be cool and successful. And I sort of lost myself for a little bit there. And I was like really like stressed <laughs> about if I was going to make it, you know, and having a really hard time and my relationships were hard. And I kind of just had this like, you know, when it, when you're going through a hard time and you realize, oh, hey, I need to get healthy. And um, so I just began like anybody else, you know, picking up books, reading Ram Dass. Um, doing yoga, which extended into, you know, plant medicines and, you know, spiritual groups. Um, and then just a few years ago, like I was saying, when I had the idea about the higher self was, I was sort sitting in meditation, and I was having a hard time during that time. And I, I saw myself like I had a a vision of seeing myself um, embrace myself. It was like putting my arms around myself. And I was like, it's okay. You're okay. Like you're doing great. And it was the most like, it was just, it felt so good. It was just so nurturing and such a relief to see to be compact to literally visually see my compassion for myself so I'm a very visual person so I think I just really needed to see it um and through that I started making photography that had two of me but it wasn't until I literally put the message in the image that I really started to explore okay what is this higher self thing and I sort of through the Instagram I kind of set myself up to always be <laughs> thinking about this because I always have to write new ones and I've written hundreds of them, you know, so it's, I sort of just like am basically making my spiritual journey public in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And your uh, just uh, your uh, self-honesty is fabulous. It really is. Funny. It really is. Thank but uh, so there's this little thing, there was some article about you. Uh, I love this person says, Needless to say, Instagram isn't always great for a person's mental health. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Scrolling through photos of people performing their best lives can stir up feelings of FOMO, envy, anxiety, and obsession. But, and you're talking about you, you use the digital platform uh, to encourage people to overcome fearful thinking and judgment online and IRL. What's IRL? In real life. In real life, right. And replace your feelings <laughs> with inner wisdom and love. Uh, yeah. So, what, what, but just in, in general, of course, it's mm -hmm. a, you know, it's a double edged sword, as they say, social media. 
And uh, I, we talk about this a lot uh, on different podcasts I, that I've done uh, about just this is a huge beast we're dealing with. I see, you know, from little kids now that have iPhones that they're five years old, you know, uh, it's, what is, what are your thoughts around the efficacy and the uh, potential real downfall? Well, you know, I think just like any other technological advance, you know, it's really just about coming into acceptance of the, where we're moving, you know, we, we can't stop this, you know, new age of having access to everything all at one time. And, you know, with the internet and, and, and I always say to myself, like, oh, when I look at my, my nephews, and I'm like, I see how like, what, like, how parents are so aware now in a way that like, maybe my parents weren't, because they didn't have the information of the internet, they didn't have the education. And I, I, I look and I see, oh, wow, they have it so great, right? Because <laughs> now we know it's not okay to like do that to your kids and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and, but then I think to myself, but they are faced with so many more challenges than I was faced with. But, you know, I also just think it's just sort of like, it's all just your perspective, really, because um, there's with the, the technology, it could go, it can go either, either way. And it's really just how you use it, you know, um, just like anything else. Yeah. And I think that I try to spread a little bit more um, in awareness of that everybody has a responsibility in this world. I think a lot of people think on the, online, you're able to get away with things that you weren't necessarily able to do, you know, it, that you wouldn't do in, in IRL. But um, I really tried to ask people and not even people that are out on, on social media to like put their messages out there. Just really like think to yourself, okay, how do I think this post or this image is going to make somebody feel, you know? And I think that I feel, I feel very optimistic that we're like, all of this stuff is like coming in the surface and all of the things that we've sort of like been in the shadows and the internet is just like showing us our stuff. And I think it's an essential, obvious part of us in the awakening of our consciousness to see all of this stuff that has always really been there, but has been laid in our consciousness. And now we, it's on full display and it can be really, really scary and it can be dangerous. And you have to walk, you know, very carefully with it and, and be very treated like with a lot of sincerity and a lot of care. But I do think that it's just part of our growth um, in a lot of ways. Mm, yeah. I mean, I just uh, in relation to we're doing this podcast not long after uh, Ramdas uh, passed and uh, God, it's something we used to talk about a lot, all the time. And mm. uh, the just the avalanche of affection towards him after his passing was so extraordinary uh, that, uh, I mean, I knew he was beloved, and uh, but the extent of it was, was staggering. Uh, I, I, I wasn't really, really ready for it at all. And... Uh, yeah. 
uh, well, you've you know. been you've been so in it, right? I've been you know, in you're, it. You're, yeah. You've been in it the whole time. You've never yeah. really not been in it, so you've never really had that that vision of looking looking from the other way, you know, because you've always you've been there for so long. Yeah, but I don't know if you were talking when you were talking about when you started to real. Remember, I asked you when you. Okay, when did you start to realize there even was a higher self and all that? And you started uh, talking about, you, when was that? You didn't mention that. How old were you? A teenager of some sort? When I started. Just when you self. really understood there was a way out of this misery. Ooh, uh, that was probably, no, not when I was a teen. It wasn't until probably like seven years ago or so I'm 37 oh, really? so it was uh -huh. around the I think it was around like my Saturn return and my oh, you know yeah. turning again into my 30s and um I really I mean I was always sort of like connect I felt a connection to God but it became very visceral and I was able felt the presence you know the awareness of you know this isn't everything um probably like as more as I'm getting into my 30s uh-huh well, I was so horribly unhappy in my teenage years uh, yeah. that I was okay. As soon as acid came around and that I could get it, I was like, okay, absolutely. And you know, that was, I was by then 20 or something like that, uh -huh. uh, that, you know, first thing to show me, okay, there is another reality. I am Right. Not bound to be stuck in in this uh, really miserable kind of. Uh... Right. I did do acid as a teenager, yes, many times. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot. Tell the truth. I did, yeah, I mean, I was doing a lot. I was doing acid and mushrooms from the time I was fifteen. Okay, so um, something happened, right? That. <laughs> so yeah, that I. I mean, I distinctly remember the moment when I knew I was an artist was when I was on LSD and I was sitting in my friend's house and I was drawing a picture of the Virgin Mary with, and I had a pink pen and I saw like my mother and my mother's mother and, da, 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 and I was like, Oh, this is what, this is what like being an artist is. It's like showing meaning in something like symbolic, you know? So yeah, there was those glimpses, I guess. I couldn't really put it into like a full, I, could, I didn't really have a language for it, I guess, yeah. until much later. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and neither did I, and neither did Ramdas, for that matter. Uh, it wasn't until Huxley showed mm -hmm. him the Tibetan Book of the Dead that he got the idea, you know, at that time. Um, so, but some of the things, mo if not all of the things, that you are representing on, on Instagram, on social media, uh, around your own feelings. You know, you just described earlier how just embracing yourself, it is okay. You can have those dark thoughts. You can have those emotions. You can realize that your motivations are so highly suspect, but it's okay and embracing yourself. So you're using your, yourself, as you said, as an example. For this now, which I I find uh, extraordinarily attractive because not because of anything, but I certainly related to uh, Ramdas particularly mm. because of that amount of self honesty he had as soon as he started going out and giving talks after he came back from India the first time. Mm. 
And it was those talks that, you know, I listened to that talk, just like someone's watching, you know, in, I mean, picking up on Instagram and seeing some of the memes and now this show, which we'll talk about in, in, a, in a minute, the web series. And, uh, and are going, wow, yeah, thank, okay, yeah, it's okay. Okay, somebody mm-hmm. else, uh, I'm having that same experience and it's okay. And in that same way, I did the same thing with Ramdas. It was, in fact, when he left, I sent, I put a thing out on uh, Instagram, just my feelings like the day, day, two days later, whatever it was. And of course, there was all the family that he introduced us to. Of course, there was the satsang, the community of people of one mind. Um, Of course, it was all that incredible love, compassion, and heart wisdom. I know we loved it all, but I said the greatest thing was he said it was okay to be a screw up. Okay. It's okay. Just what you're, you know, Mm -hmm. you're espousing right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, that to me uh, is the absolute first step anyone needs to take is to reorient that judge and move it out Mm -hmm. with the embracer. It's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you talk about just your, your life is informing you and i'm sure you know from your childhood on Mm -hmm. is informing um how you can embrace first of all is recognizing many of the things that you're talking about and then how to embrace them can you talk about that a little bit you know some of the key things that uh you're you're sharing about your own self Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think that probably it started when, you know, I came out as queer when I was 15, or I was actually, my mom caught me kissing my girlfriend. (laughs) Um, And the process of, you know, just being made to feel so ashamed of Mm. who I was. And I became suicidal and I was in a mental hospital as a, as a teenager. um, And I ran away from home and it was just, you know, all of this stuff. And then you know, and it's, I think what, what it was, what really sparked it was, was the things that had given me security, you know, or sense of safety were, were now gone, right, with this, with this rejection. And how do I, what, where do I find my own sense of who I am? So it was like, you know, I think it's really also common. It's hard to like be, grow up queer, but I think in a lot of ways, it's sort of like, forces you to really know who you are in a way that maybe other people at the same age have yet to experience. Mm -hmm. And it kind of gives you this maturity. So definitely that experience or sort of was the beginning of a battle of with depression that I I've been through my whole life, you know, since then. Um, And just always you know how like always being on the path of like trying to not let your thoughts create your own hell basically and and you know having I guess just being an artist and struggling and you know having an abusive relationship and you know coming out of it and then you know like all of the lessons just lesson 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 over and over again and I guess I think one of the greatest things I really feel like I've learned is that it's okay to um, 
you know, cause I was on the spiritual path for a while and I always really judged myself for not like being there already or something, you know, like I think that there's people who are, are trying really hard to be their best selves are the same people who are really hard on themselves because they don't really know where the line is between like trying to do better and just flat out like self-criticism you know and I think we like put a lot on ourselves we feel responsible for the world we feel responsible for every single thing we say to another person or every thought that we have we're constantly you know trying to build our awareness our awareness our awareness our awareness and then you kind of realize at a certain point I feel like I realized at a certain point point was that actually the whole point of it is to be compassionate with yourself right now it's right now that matters and right now and in every moment is like where we have to just stop and and let go you know of all of the pursuit of whatever it is and I think that that's like, and Ram Dass talks about that all the time, like how you do both, you know, how you're both human and not human. Yep. And that's why I really love listening to his talks and stuff, because it's, he talks about the struggles of the spiritual journey and, you know, and we all recognize that in each other because we all know that we're all, we all have the best intentions. You know, we all want to change the world. We all want to feel happy. We want our friends and family to be happy and we and we all really like growing but I think that sometimes we can get so caught up in wanting that so much that we forget that none of it really matters except for right now and enjoying the moment right now just being here yeah you know how would you so let me tell you with a bit on my docket in terms of uh, I talk a lot about uh, the way in which we are so wrapped up in our meanness on a day-to-day -day basis and it's uh, as my listeners I think know I'm, I'm actually doing a book with Duncan Trussell on this subject called uh, it's uh, tentatively titled the move from the movie of me to the movie of us so and we've been mm -hmm. using ourselves as case studies in the development of the movie of me. Of course, we are all a case study in that. And you are talking about that yourself uh, very much so. Mm -hmm. how, mm -hmm. how would you talk to uh, your constituents, if you want to call them that, um, about a, the central idea of realizing how we are creating this gigantic story and we are going to live that out no matter what. And that story, of course, is being formed by all of the uh, the way that we grew up and our parents and our what kind of uh, cultural atmosphere that we're in. All of it, past lives included, and fair uh, and and develop habitual patterns and neurotic tendencies. And how do we? Uh, how how are we going to tell uh, your friends out there what? can one do to get to the point where that perspective can be radically shifted? Oh, um, 
I think, you know, well, I really feel like when it comes to that, it's hard. It's really, I can only speak from my own experience and what it took me to get in a place where I could feel the presence of um, the oneness, I guess. And I, I think that you know, we, all of us have at some point had glimpses, glimpses of um, what, you know, what it truly means, what love truly means. Um, um, but I, I guess I just, I, I, I personally think that creative expression is an amazing and such an honest tool for discovering that um, within yourself or having a channel for that. That's how I found it. Um, personally, it, I needed like, I, you know, I feel it. We're, we're receiving all of this information here, but we've stopped this. We've stopped the flow, you know, when, when we don't let it out, we're, we're, we're hindering the, 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 the love that's, channeling through us um and so having a uh, a form of expression to to release it and then watch what form that takes is the witness is the witness of what's happening within you you know and that's how you be the witness um that's how I am the witness. And I also think that that's all that's really like going on, you know, <laughs> really is that we're just, we're every, it's the information is moving through the embodiment of who we are and our personality and our past and how it comes out is like our, the birth of like that expression. And that's our teacher, you know? Um, so I guess I would just, really I just try to really encourage people to find that 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 outlet you know and I think that a lot of people right now are instead of going there are just scrolling or watching tv or doing anything they can to not you know to block it because it's scary um and it takes and that's another reason why I I am concerned about how there isn't a lot of, you know, stillness now, um, mm. and, and quiet. And, and I, I find myself like just picking up my phone and opening it without even being conscious of why, why, you know? Um, so yeah, but yeah, I really feel like having that, that, that outlet of expression is, is the key. Mm. Um, I, I would totally agree. And it's, uh, actually, uh, I'm glad you added that to the perspective that I've been, uh, ex, uh, you know, sharing with people um, in terms of realizing how caught and, you know, devoted to our stories that we are from the moment that we wake up in the morning. This whole, the concept movie of me came from actually Krishna Das, who, hey, you wake up in the morning and it's the movie of me. You're the star. You're the director and the writer, and it goes on 24 7, right? Yeah. So, to me, there's not a, f a footstep 
that can be made on the path to freedom from the kinds of fear, anxiety, and separation that we generally live in without realizing this. And once you realize the depth at which you're devoted to your story, which is made up of you know, a ton of different self-interest, then it's very difficult to, uh, to even take that first step. And once you do realize that, then, you know, Bunny, you've been giving all, I mean, I love the, the next big step is embracing human, being human, just embracing mm -hmm. yourself, because mostly what we do is judge ourselves. And that sometimes there's a big problem. You mentioned the witness, and, and that is the place from which you can, changes can happen. Mm -hmm. But uh, you, you have to be careful to, to not be caught in, uh, you know, the lower self judgmental witness. We can't, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not going to do a damn thing. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's, so it's a matter of develop. That's why Ramdas is loving awareness meditation, mm -hmm. which he stressed mm -hmm. so much in the, in the last years of his life is uh, so profoundly important because it takes practices to do this. Now, I love this idea that, uh, that you've just proffered uh, around uh, using expression to move behind the uh, identification with your roles and mm -hmm. you know who the story and and all of it and 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 it is an actual practice um a spiritual practice of course is is um is using a diary and writing mm -hmm. everything down um fortunately which is how you get um some of the the day-to-day -day life that we had with Neem Karoli Baba, and it's in, the, it's in a book uh, that's available called Love Everyone through Ramdas.org shop, if you like. Um, that came from us doing that spiritual exercise. That thing is so important now to so many people of being able to identify with, yeah, we are all in the same boat. We're doing the same thing. We are running our asses uh, uh, to get away from any kind of uh, pain, any kind of negative, you know, whatever it is, we are not able to embrace it because we're, we're running. Mm -hmm. So I love this quote from you, Bunny. Compassion gives you the vision to see through someone's behavior to the truth behind it. They have an unconscious fear. They themselves are unworthy of love and care. Um, yeah, maybe you can expand upon that and, and uh, just kind of pull it apart a little bit in terms of seeing through someone's behavior mm -hmm. and the truth behind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that um, I feel like I could write that because I have been on that other side. Mm. Um, I have been so deeply afraid that I am unworthy of love and I have behaved out of that fear. Um, and I know what that looks like. <laughs> and so I think a very, you know, compassion obviously is easier when you've had similar experiences um, that you could relate to. But I really, I really love how having compassion, it, 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 it doesn't deny anything. And I think a lot of times people 
you know, sometimes in the spiritual path get a little, oh, I don't want to be around negativity or toxic things or toxic people. And, you know, their, 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 their way of staying in their bubble is sort of an avoidance, you know, thing. Um, but when you really hone in on a, the lens of compassion or the awareness of love, same, you could say the same thing, um, you can see beyond the form, you know, beyond the personality, beyond um, the projection to that, to the oneness. And, and you can see that, um, you can see how that other person is really, is you as well. And, um, and, and how really everybody is just in a different place in their journey, um, in their journey to love. And some people are doing it consciously and some people are doing it unconsciously, but we are all, we are all the same together in that. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> I mean, it, it's really just like, you know, being in the awareness of that is really just seeing the truth, which I think you could replace the truth with love. Hmm. Um, same. Yep. Same. Absolutely. So it kind of gives you this like superhero um, or these wings because, you know, it, it's like the and that's also the higher self is is the channeling of that wisdom you know that intelligence of love where you can walk around and you 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 actually have like a compass within yourself that will sh will show you the truth everywhere you go and it's really just about trusting that because another thing that sometimes people will say or have a reaction to is that love if you know if i'm too loving then i'm gonna get taken advantage of yeah. and people are going to like hurt yeah. me or it's weak. And, and, but you know, a big thing that I've learned is that love is what will say no and love will have boundaries and love will love sees the, what will be the most loving outcome, you know, for every, everything involved. And, and because of your love for another person, you can walk away because me being here will not help you have more love and it won't help me. So I think it's just, it's just so great. <laughs> like, so it's, it's just, the, you know, when you are able to tap into that, it's just the best, mm. the best feeling that you have that within that wisdom inside of you, you know, to see that. And... Compassion. It's a, it's so difficult to have that for ourselves that's why i love you you know your image mm. of embracing yourself and it's okay it's okay it's okay it's um and there's a, a compassion compassion also it has an action to it not uh, empathy you can you feeling somebody else's pain but it kind of stops there with compassion it's a reaching out and that's and it, part of that is realizing this person and I are no different. We have the mm -hmm. same pain. We have the same suffering, just different categories of it. And we have the same need just to, for, to be loved and not, not be isolated. And of course, that is 
so uh, needed this, this in our society today, which is just so extraordinarily polarized. You know how, uh, and all we can do is do that work on ourselves and radiate that out. And this is, of mm -hmm. course, Ramdas used to say this all the time in terms of social action and social justice. Um, that we have to do it simultaneously. And that's another reason why, you know, I love the work that you're doing because you're doing it. So you're working on yourself and you're working on helping in, in any which way you can to, I mean, I'm sure you're not necessarily thinking about, uh, you know, cutting down on our polarization, but that's really an effect. Oh, I am. On, right? You are? I okay. Am. Oh, yeah. I am. And I think, you know, it's, you know, I think that it's, I, I have a lot of, I've, I've come across a lot of people who, you know, have, don't have a lot of patience for people's anger, um, mm. or, you know, there seems to be so much anger, you know, online and people are so angry. Like, I don't want to be, but I think it's just so important to bear witness to keep the process, you know, and, to, and also realize what's happening now isn't is just now you know if if i if i bear witness to this at this moment because that's what somebody needs it doesn't mean that that is what will be the truth forever in the future you know and i think that like again going back to being present and going back to just and i you know having the space just being in the space with somebody for that is so powerful you know, people just want to be heard. Mm. And for so long, the structures of the way of our society have silenced many, many ex forms of expressing, forms of expression and, and, and many, many voices. And, you know, it's the purging, you know, it's the purging. It's like, um, the stuff that needs to come out and for, for the healing and, and we can't just expect it to just heal itself, you know, and just be all pretty and, you know, it's all love and that it all, you know, like it, and just expect people to just, you know, have their stuff together all the, of the time. And I think as people, you know, I think compassion really shows itself when it, you really allow, when you give people space to be in their journey and to, to share their hearts with you. Mm. Um, and I, and I think that like we, you know, in the spiritual community or um, have a real, it's, it's our part of our job as leaders to, to be, to bear witness to that, to provide space for that. And, you know, when Ram Dass talks about in his videos about how he would sit with people when they were dying and, mm there'd be a bunch of people trying to cover up the dying, you know, and, yeah. and even the priest would be like, Oh, you're getting, you're, you're, you're looking great. You're getting better. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, yeah. and he was like, why can't we just sit in this and just let it be, you know, it is that, you know, it's not pretty, but it needs to be like, they need us to bear witness to this. And I think that that, you know, remembering that as we navigate, you know, all of these difficult conversations can be real helpful. Um, yeah. Just in general, it's hard for people to be just here in the moment, the be here now thing. 
mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you get edgy when nothing's going on. You know? mm-hmm. That's why, you know, this film Becoming Nobody, and I always say when I talk about it in Q&As and all that, when I met Ram Das, he made that moment happen, or it happened through him. That's uh, more of the reality. Mm. where I was the only person in the world. There was no Richard. There was no Ramdas, no nothing. And just that presence of that moment, here we are, and it's all okay. I had, you know, I heretofore never had that experience. And, uh, and that's really what uh, we need to offer each other. Uh, somebody said mm. the, the most um, beneficial act that you can uh, perform in this life is giving somebody complete attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How hard is that? Everyone, oh, that's easy. You know, I can give, yeah, bullshit. You sit Mm -hmm. there and I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge offender. I mean, I will, if, if, especially if I'm mind is going work, whatever, you know, and somebody just wants to be with me for a moment, you know, I'll be flicking my eyes, you know, because uh, they're not speaking rapidly enough and they're not, mm-hmm. you know, my mind is going faster than theirs. So it, there's a whole, like, we're in cars that are so far apart in terms of, you know, being on the highway, nowhere near each other. So it's mm-hmm. a very difficult thing. And it's, and as, and stillness is part of that, Bunny. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Us being able to just be here now means being able to be still. And that's mm-hmm. why meditation is very, very important. It allows us, first, of course, to discover ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, but it, it, it just in, in the concentration part of it, it just calm, you'll be calmed down a little bit. You know? mm-hmm. And um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so wait, before we, we go anywhere, I want to hear about the, uh, the um, web series please where are you at what is, what is it going to be where are you at where how far is it from watching it? well we are and what is it filmed. oh okay it's a it's a it's a fictional web series called what would higher self do where i wrote it and it's about bunny um me played by me but it's not exactly me but about an artist named buddy who's struggling to be successful in New York and make it and works as a barista and um, their uh, higher self, which is also played by me. So two of me in the show um, is, is comes around and helps Bunny with the, the problems that Bunny faces during, you know, the struggles like at work with the, you know, with their boss, their mom. Um, and it's sort of just like, bringing the memes to life but also it's it's funny and doesn't take itself too seriously but it's also you know it's it's kind of I actually went to school for acting and I really I don't know why I did you know it was like <laughs> I just went for acting I I acted in high school and then it was the only school that I lived in I grew up in Texas and it was the only school that came and auditioned people from New York and I was like well I wouldn't go to New York so I just decided to go to that college and and um came to new york and was trying to be an actor but i it i it really bummed me out because i i I needed to have i couldn't wait to get a part in something it was just like 
you know, I, I needed to create something myself. So I really just kind of, after a few years, just never really did it again. So it's kind of cool that now this is all coming together and, and we're doing this show and um, it's, it's basically going to be a show that's made for Instagram TV. So each episode is like short um, and it's, and it's basically like every, a moment of one 24 hour period. So it's every moment of a 24 hour period. So it's from the time I wake up to getting ready, da, 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 all these different things happen in one day. And mm. you see the progression, the mental progression and the growth. And, you know, it's pretty cool. I, I like it. So, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> You're spending I'm excited a lot about of time. It. Yeah, no, it yeah, sounds great. And of course, about I, it. And you've done some, you know, I've seen some of what you've done. I love it. Oh, just for everyone to get an idea, here's a couple of things that I found. Uh, so me says, I'm afraid of the unknown. And higher self says, no, you just think you already know the unknown and that it's something to be afraid of, right? And that goes <laughs> right in line with belief in our thoughts and our stories. Um mm -hmm. And uh, how about love hurts and the higher self? Loss hurts. Love is a state of awareness where you are one with your wholeness. You got a nice little way with words, Bunny. Thank uh, you. Uh, you really do. And then here, um, I, I need to get my shit together. <laughs> you need to stop referring to what's important in your life as shit because you're unconsciously degrading yourself, which is why it's even harder for you to get those things done in the first place. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like what I'm going through that day. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's so great. Or what is a healthy relationship? Two people not projecting their own fears of inadequacy on the other person so they can actually get to know one another, which cultivates a safe space to get to know their higher selves. Oh, I haven't learned that yet, Bunny. I'm still... <laughs> well, I mean, neither have I. It's a you process. <laughs> no, I mean, I sometimes I'll just write something and then like, you know, a week later, I'll look back at something I wrote and be like, oh, yeah, like... That was true. <laughs> you know, I'm not really that conscious. You know, when I'm writing them, I I think it just kind of I'm I'm just addressing a feeling I'm having. So I'm not really that conscious of it in a way that is like, how do I use this? So I I'll, so many of them I'm I'm def I'm not there yet, you know, mm. for sure. But yeah, no, that's of course, okay none of us are there yet. That's like, yeah. in the, you know, the fun thing in the movie Ram Dass says he meets an old professor friend of his and, and, the, and the guy, his friend says to him, you know, Dick, you're the same guy you always been, <laughs> you know, and then he later says, yeah, you know, I still, I got all those neurotic tendencies and everything. They're still going on mm -hmm. just through mm -hmm. time. They don't, they're not such a big deal. And mm -hmm. that is the case with all of us right um one you know one thing would be just not to forget this um and we kind of started this out with um you know how i had spent time when bunny came out to the retreat we had in the fall here in ojai this beautiful camp and uh i don't think i said anything about it but uh it is happening may 21 through 24th 
and um, cool. so uh, just go uh, go to uh, ramdas.org and uh, you go to where the events is and click somewhere there and actually uh, it should be online for registration uh, by the time this podcast gets up so yeah uh, register i'm gonna be there yeah she, bunny's gonna be there and you know what bunny i we're i want to do what we're doing now there in one oh, of the yeah. sessions how about that okay, wow you, that'd be cool yeah no it's gonna be great it's gonna be really great but awesome. what i think you know when i asked you uh, how you liked it maybe after or just I don't mm. remember, but mm -hmm. you you basically said just being with all the people was you know such yeah. a wonderful experience and uh, I get to tell everybody out there uh, they know it if they've been listening to mind rolling or anybody that listens uh, to this uh, as they hear about it through you getting together with people and it's called community it's called sangha in the buddhist thing it's called satsang in the hindu thing is the most important thing that you can do to um, to really understand how we are connected we are not alone and you see how everybody goes into this one heart place which is the purpose mm -hmm. of such a retreat ultimately of course there's all the intellectual stuff and you know, we 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 uh, play different Ramdas tapes. So we have a wonderful Dharma teacher. In this case, it's Mirabai Star who contextualizes it through her prism, and then we all share the prism, and you get to see how we are one heart. It's really profound, and mm. uh, I just say to everybody, uh, take advantage of this wherever and whenever you can, yeah. and. Uh, you know, we look forward to seeing you there. And we look, wh when is the web series going to get, when are we going to be able to see anything? I don't know yet, but I'll oh. keep you in touch. <laughs> okay. You're going to let us know. We'll let everybody yeah, know. I'll let you know. I'll okay. let you know. All yeah. right. That's great. Well, Bunny, thank you again for being here. So and uh, thank you for being a friend. And uh, I'm really uh, happy we got to know each other. Me too. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. I, I really am glad to have this conversation today. So, oh, oh, so nice. Wonderful, nice. wonderful. So this is Mind Rolling on Be Here Now Network. Go to BeHereNowNetwork.com and there's a bunch of different great podcasts. Yeah, Bunny, you need to do a podcast, okay? I know. Start. Put it on the list. Yeah, <laughs> I know. All right, we'll talk about this later. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time on Mind Rolling. Namaste.